1: Get ready for Mind Shock with Dr. Ron Dalrymple, the premier podcast in the world, bringing you hidden truths
2: about your mind's incredible powers. Get ready
1: to free Free your your mind. mind.
2: everybody. Welcome to Mind Shock on Healthy Life Net. This Dr. Ron Dalrymple, the show that will take you to the outer limits of your mind and to the inner limits, the true final frontier. Our theme for this program, as always, is Evolution of the Supermind. I began working at NASA, as many of you know, at 17 years old, we put people in space. And back then we called space the final frontier. But at 19 years old, while at NASA I made a discovery which shocked me and changed the direction of my life. I discovered that the true final frontier is inner space, the exploration of the true powers of mind. So our mission on this program is to take you to the true outer limits of inner space. Think about that for a second. The outer limits of inner space. Our motto for this show is Supermind, mind, super body, and super spirit. Now, our honored guest today, very well-known author, Chris Embry, who has her own radio talk show and goes out to many countries and people all over the world, she created a fascinating book. She's going to tell you about and is doing research now on a new book. Chris, how are you doing?
1: I am great, Dr. Ron. So good to talk to you again.
2: Well, good to talk to you. I've been on your show several times. It's Been a great pleasure. Yes,
1: you have. have you're your you're a big hit over. <laughs> you're a big hit over on my show.
2: <laughs> well, thanks. It's great to be there. Always a pleasure to talk to you. You're an inspiring person, illuminated person. And so I wanted to start off today perhaps with talking about how you got on this path, this course of life, which led to your research and your work that produced these, these great and fascinating books. And tell us how it all started.
1: Well, I, um, when I had a just a regular life, um, I started my career out with, um, with uh, Dick Clark, actually, believe it or not. And, uh, he used to own a bunch of restaurants. And so how I ended up kind of transitioning out of the Midwest and into Los Angeles, I ended up, you know, out there through, through that means. And I, you know, as, as the, as my life progressed and I got kind of bored with the whole, you know, entertainment industry, what I started noticing was, there was there was kind of a big shift happening and i it, you know it was in around 2008 during the housing crisis and the bubble and i just took some time off and i and you know and then i kind of repositioned my life and it was around 2015 i went through some major changes and that included ever it was a big shift it was a divorce it was all these things but i had written a book and I really didn't really think about what I was going to do with it. It was, a, it was a fiction book, and I, you know, put it out. But what I didn't realize was during this time that I was writing this book, I was actually manifesting this whole thing to kind of pop off. Now, I have since done research on this, you know, what, what happened, you know, that would cause this. And what I would find out was I had a interesting kind of arrangement in my birth chart, which there was this thing called the Chiron Return. So I started researching that. And as and more and more and more I started researching it, the more and more I started finding out other things like what a twin flame was and soul connections and all these other wonderful little things, right? And so that's kind of like how I got started into it. It was started out as a fluke. It started out as a hobby that turned into this whole, like, cover-to-cover manifestation of a book that I didn't intend to do, it kind of happened. So it was kind of like fate versus destiny versus, you know, (laughs) what is fated, what is not. And it really took me on this spiritual journey. Is kind of what happened and into looking for that answer, like what what is going on within me that I could be able to do something like this. And so that's kind of you know, kind of the crux of how all these things, you know, kind of came about. But the funny thing was is that the story that I wrote was a fiction story, but it would turn out that the antagonist of my book ended up being the person's whole life story that I wrote about. So he manifested from cover to cover, even down to the illustration on the cover of the book. So, yeah, right. <laughs> That's kind of what happened to me in a nutshell. Yeah. So you got
2: into the twin flames concept. What do you think was what led you to that specific finding? Was there some ancient text you came across? Some ancient philosophers going back. Yeah, go ahead.
1: Yeah, so kind of what happened was um I didn't really know what I was researching and so I started out uh, going to different, you know, these spiritual shops and where I used to live in Los Angeles and I would go to these spiritual shops and I would I would ask questions because I literally had no knowledge of spirituality I had no knowledge of any of this stuff I just know that you know I'm meeting now the person who's on the cover of my book and it's a very odd experience and so I'm searching for answers and what I would come to learn the more and more I started digging the more things that connected me to this person than things that didn't connect me to this person and so I started finding out through just my own research that this thing was called like a twin flame and so you know this kind of experience and that doesn't necessarily mean you have to be with this person forever. But this person came into my life for a very specific reason. Um, it was to, I believe, kind of crack me open into discovering this type of phenomenon. Which I'm not the only person in the world, but this happens to thousands of people. And I don't, you know, I, I think it really has a lot to do with certain placements of one's birth chart, what their souls have aligned themselves to experience in life. But certainly, uh, my particular, you know, kind of whole experience really focused and centered around this thing called Chiron. And I went through this Chiron return. And with the different placements that were in my birth chart, I was able to go to an astrologist, and we were able to sort stuff out, you know, kind of what was going on. But you talk about synchronicities and binary codes and all of these things. Like I said, there was more things that connected back to me back to this person where the unit number, you know, of my house was his birthday and, you know, we shared the same card of destiny and all this other it was just really weird, you know, kind of thing. So I I did. It led me into researching ancient Egyptian astrology. It led me into researching astrology. It led me just down this path of getting the answers and trying to figure out for myself, you know, what the reason was and after our little journey was kind of done, what I realized was I had literally had all this what I would consider childhood trauma, and I was working that out through this other person, where we mirrored that kind of that same trauma, which were abandonment issues. And so he and I were kind of mirroring each other in that. And it was a really unique experience. I will never have that. Obviously, it will never happen again. I, you know, in this lifetime. Mm-hmm. But it was definitely a a very interesting experience and so what i like to do now is i educate people on these phenomenons because there's so much misinformation out there people believe that it's a faded thing that they have to be with this person the rest of their life and i think that to tell people that in it, it, it everybody's got a different path based on what their souls have signed up for and only that only the person who knows That's experiencing what they're experiencing will actually confine their own truth. And I think that's really the most important thing, because it's not a one-size-fits-all kind of experience. I think it's whatever your soul has aligned to experience. And for each and every person who identifies with that label of twin flame or soul connection or soul tie will have a different experience, you know.
2: Can you explain for the audience, please, the differential between twin flames versus soulmates? You may really point that in your book. Please explain. Yeah,
1: so a twin flame will come in really very loudly. (laughs) That's the best way I can kind of describe it. There's usually a precursor. In my case, it was a book manifestation. I wrote a book. You know, the book was already, you know, kind of at the publisher four months before I would actually meet this person. And I met this person. There was a hundred different ways I would have met him. But how I ended up meeting him was off a dating site. And he literally works like... Maybe two blocks away from my house. You know, it was, it was that kind of a weird. You know, and anybody who's been to L. A. You know how big, big and expansive it is. Um, it just so happened. You know, we met through a dating site. But the thing is, is that that usually a twin flame will come in with these really odd sort of happen something that goes a little bit beyond happenstance. It usually for me, I hit every kind of. Synchronicity that there could be known, um, to my knowledge, a lot of it in binary codes. You start getting these subtle hints. You could think of this person, and all of a sudden, uh, you start seeing things in your vision with their name, or you know something with a number sequence that ties back to this person. And they're experiencing it as well too. It's just they may not share it all the time. Um, certainly, the case was, you know, when when I had my condo in LA, and um, it turned out the unit number was the same as his birthday, and ironically, he was the one when when I was shopping for the condo, he was the one that found it, but he didn't connect it at that time. So it was it's really it's really a weird phenomenon. It's, you could people I've heard people that uh, their birthdays connect back to like a, one of their parents birthdays in my case my twin flame's birthday connected back to my nephew's birthday um very strange stuff you know it it just kind of goes a little bit in the woo woo land, you know like woo 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 kind of spacey kind of you know like what is going on it's there to grab your attention it's there because it wants you to see something and usually what it is each person will have a different thing that they're looking at but it's so much more different than a soulmate. A soulmate is so much easier to navigate because it's the boy meets girl love story. It's usually met, you know, there's an instant, you know, kind of like thing in the eyes, you know, and you it, you develop, you can develop a relationship. Developing a relationship with a twin flame is almost near impossible. It doesn't really, it kind of gets started and then it just dies very quickly. They have a term that they people use in this community called runner chaser. And it's really it's really not that. What it is is that the, the energy, when you're in the energy of this person, it's usually very intense energy. It's, it's hard to balance. There's always fight. There's always something that you're going to trigger in the other person to make them pissed off at you or run away or, you know, something like that. And, and really what it just comes down to is you're just kind of balancing out this energy. And my understanding of it from Plato's kind of point of view Um, you know, there was an old myth from Plato that was like something about Zeus, you know, it's like the people were born with four hands and and four feet and two heads, right, the male and the female, the representation in yin and yang, and Zeus didn't want them to have that much power so he split them in half, and he said they would always be running around the earth looking for their other half, which is how we get our term our better half, right? And so... Plato kind of came up with this whole concept through a writing of this old myth of Zeus. And I guess at some point in history, I, don't, I, I think it's been within the last maybe 20, 30 years or more, um, people just kind of went back and, you know, they were having these experiences of these soul connections. And so... You know, a lot of people kind of put this kind of love label on it, and, and people started just gravitating to, you know, this is my forever person. And unfortunately, not for every single person does it work out like that. It's usually you're learning some old karmic lessons from maybe business leftover from another lifetime, and we can come down and have these experiences over and over and over until we learn that lesson and we're able to close out that cycle put that cycle down, put it move past it, and then we just learn you know, we get to dance with somebody else and learn a whole nother set of lessons, you know, until so we just don't do this anymore. And so we just don't learn, you know once we learn a lesson, I think we're on to something else. We're on to, you know, kind of something different that our souls have kind of agreed to when we came in, you know, type of thing.
2: There really is I now, and you mentioned once before that the concept is that with twin flames, they're kind of born at the same time and then bifurcated into two separate entities. We're connected very powerfully, one energy system. You mentioned that when they're together, they're drawn back together, there's very powerful energy which can cause a lot of fights between them. So it's very close to each other in terms of the consolation of consciousness, Yet small things set off a fight with intense energy. And how would you explain all that? I mean, how would you go beyond that? Say, How, how might they resolve well, issues yeah
1: well what i would say is this how i can explain it is what i my own personal type of situation through uh through different avenues of research i came across this book called love cards and i did not write it it was something that i was in a shop i was in one of these bookshops and i found this book and i started reading through it and it was really a fascinating tool it was something that the egyptians i guess How we got our, you know, how we ended up getting our tarot was just through a regular deck of playing cards. Well, these same deck of playing cards were used kind of as a guidepost, as you will, for different birthdays. And there's a symbolism for each card represents each birthday. And it repeats every 52 days. It repeats. Well, ironically, me and my twin would have the same exact card, which we were both the three of diamonds. And so, interesting enough, I started researching into this a little bit more, and what I feel from my own personal twin flame story is that he and I could very well have been twins, like actual twins, brother and sister, in another lifetime, because we behaved as such in this incarnation, in this 3D reality that we lived in. We behaved like brother and sister would. He would pull my hair. He would do things that a kid brother would do. And so that was our kind of dynamic, you know, type of thing. But as far as to answer the question, um, that, I, I don't know that it can be answered. I think what it is is that each and every person has their own set of circumstances with their own type of synchronic type connection of a relationship. I think really what it comes down to is every person I've talked to has had a different circumstance, a different set of circumstances, a different type of experience. Some people I know that are twin flames didn't have the amount of synchronicity. But for me personally, I think that's what kind of defines it. I think it's, it's kind of the universe's way of saying, hey, look over here. This person's important. You've agreed to this. This is all these things that you've got to work through in this lifetime, in this incarnation. But ironically, through all the Pluto transits that we've had is when these things kind of stop. So I do believe that a lot of it has an astrological connection to it. When people meet their twin flame, I think it's astrologically there's something to it. I know certainly it was for me. Um I know that when when he and I finally did kind of separate, it was during, you know, kind of that Pluto-Saturn thing happening, you know. And it was, it was during all of these eclipse cycles and all of these different things. So I think astrologically, people can get to the bottom of their own stories if they look and see what's going on in their own birth chart. You know, I know it's easier said than done, but it's almost worth, you know, investigating or, or you know, kind of research on your own because, again... Not everybody's going to have a Pluto transit. Not everybody's going to have a North Node transit. Not everybody's going to have a Venus transit. It depends on what you've got going on in your own astrology chart. And I think it's going to be really important as we move in through through this energy of what we're in right now. I really do believe that, that astrology will be playing a lot, especially in this Aquarian energy. It's going to be playing a lot in all areas of our life, not just twin flames.
2: So suppose you meet your twin flame and you feel that powerful, that overwhelming connection that you're felt, but you also have the conflict. Think about it if your energy fields are very close to each other, but a little bit different, the energy is very intense on both sides, you to do the four, it causes a lot of conflict interactively. If you want to connect but kinda of like two opposing fields as well. Yeah, go ahead.
1: Well, no, it, it, it is. That's, that's the whole journey of a twin flame is that it's never easy. There's always this conflict, but I think what it is, is that if people believe in past life, and I'm not here to, you know, kind of preach any dogma or anything, but I believe a lot of this has to do with the way you conduct yourself, you know, up until this point for those who don't believe in past life stuff. I think that karma eventually just catches up to you. If you've done something, you're going to pay the lesson. You're going to, you know, you're going to learn the lesson. But I really do believe that as far as twin flames goes, I do believe that this is something that happened. It was predestined. It was going to happen. You didn't get a choice. You didn't get a say because the energies, I believe, are inter- intertwined. They are. Because there's I haven't found any proof that doesn't show that you know and that's really what it is the energies are so intertwined to each other this goes back to it would have to go back several lifetimes it would have to go maybe atlantis you know the days of atlantis i don't know you know there because you know i'm not i'm not uh someone who has that that knowledge i just know that with the amount of synchronicities, with the amount of lessons that you will learn that mirror this person and with the energy as such, I would say, okay, it, w- it would be easy to say, well, you two are the same type of you know, personalities or whatever. No one has been able to explain to me the amount of synchronicities that come with this. It is literally you start seeing things in your 3D reality that don't make sense. There's no logical explanation, and you can only say a coincidence can be something so many times, and then you just go, "What else?" <laughs> I mean, it's 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 literally like I said. There's more things that connect me to my twin flame than things that didn't connect me to him. You know, he's literally an illustration on the. I mean, a hand drawn illustration. He was literally the the doppelganger for that. You know, you can't. I, I didn't know him prior to that, so. You- these are things you just can't, you know, you can't fictionalize. It's just, it's got to be pre, predestined, intertwined right. from another lifetime.
2: Mm-hmm. It's a fascinating thing we'll bring up after this. We're going to take a break here in a few seconds, but we're going to bring up later as we come back the idea that we are connected to people in terms of the consolation of consciousness. I remember reading it in a metaphysical text many years ago that when a man and a woman are in perfect alignment with each other in a very powerful way in terms of thoughts, emotions, and behavior, when you act in alignment, the yin and yang, the positive and negative force, combines and is so powerful that they create in life virtually anything they want. You see it in history, like very often a man, a man and a woman who go out there and conquer the world, who do it together, by combining their energies, which amplify in a massive, massive way, which is really a fascinating thing. We'll come back in a few seconds, talk to Chris Embry, some fascinating books out about twin flames. Dr. Ryan Dalrymple with Mind Shock, folks. We'll be right back.
0: Do you ever wonder how the mind works? The Endless Question, a film by Dr. Ron Dalrymple, shows you a new theory of mind, one that bridges the road between spirituality and science while revealing to you the laws of creativity, things that can open up your mind to limitless possibilities. It is literally a theory that changes everything. And once you know it, you can apply it to your own life. View The Endless Question for free on Amazon Prime. The Endless Question on Amazon Prime. ASMC, the premier German company that supplies everything for adventure, from outdoor clothes to outdoor gear, even backpacks. Lots of quality and lots of specials. To start your adventure, go to HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click on ASMC. Paradise Found 2015 is a film that sparks of intrigue about the discovery of quantum field psychology. Throw in a sexy spy story, a conflict between father and son against the backdrop of NASA, and interspersed with World War II flashback combat scenes, and you'll be surprised to discover the foundation of a whole new theory of mind. Rent or buy Paradise Lost 2015 at Amazon.com and prepare for the explosive conclusion. That's Paradise Lost 2015 at Amazon.com. Reach your health and fitness goals. Whether you want to lose weight, learn to dance, build muscle, or just live healthy, Beachbody gives you unlimited access to the nation's most popular fitness and weight loss solutions. Visit our advertiser page and click on Beachbody now. A complete mind development course. The Inner Manager by Dr. Ron Dalrymple helps you develop your concentration, memory, imagination, and more. All to help you program your mind towards success. But it's not a boring read. You are taken on a journey with a young man who is trying to start his own business and immerses himself into a journey of self-discovery. A powerful book that you can read again and again. Get The Inner Manager by Dr. Ron Dalrymple at Amazon.com. The Inner Manager at Amazon.com. Remember, positive impact. www.healthylife.net.
2: For Dr. Ron Dalrymple and Mind Shock. Today we have Chris Embry, a really fascinating author, a selling author with her books about twin flames, really, really fascinating information we were just talking, and Chris, I want to pick it up with the idea that when a man and a woman combine, they're in synchrony with each other. Now, in physics, that means inharmonic. Your energy fields really combine together. It's kind of like, uh, think about tuning forks, like you hit one tuning fork, it makes them vibrate the same way they're really enharmonic like that, combine their forces very powerfully, they can create a tsunami of energy in the world and make great things happen. How do you see that?
1: I'm in full agreement. I think what it is is that if people can get beyond the pettiness of the 3D reality, my understanding, okay, because I've had a little bit of taste of what you're talking about, when... The yin and the yang, the perfect, you know, divine masculine, divine feminine kind of come into alignment because what we're, what we're doing is we're pulling this essence down from the 5D, right? And I, not to go too woo woo y on all this because it, it, it does get a little crazy. But in, in simple terms, what it is, is that we're more than just our, our, 3d i'm more than chris and you're more than dr ron right we've got a spirit body that lives kind of outside of us and that and that body lives in a, in a 5d reality and what we're doing is we're pulling those essence down into us Well, what happens is is that those in you know those light bodies are intertwined with your twin so that energy is all think of like a big ball of just like tangled cords right just You know, you've got them in a closet, and they're just all, you know, all of them, and it takes you for, like, jewelry that gets all knotted up. Well, that's really what our energy looks like outside of ourselves, right, and especially when we're bringing that down. But I can share with you that there is something to it, because when I would walk down the street with me and my twin, who was a big guy, I mean, he was kind of tall and everything, but people were gravitated to us. I mean, they were just like it was like we were um, like superstars or something. It was very it was a very weird experience. Like we would walk into a restaurant where there would be people waiting and we'd be sat. You know, it was just. And I think what it is is that it 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 is of the angelic, angelical realm for those who believe in that there is you're you're bringing in something down from from the higher heavens and you're trying to you know kind of work with it but what happens is in more more cases than not there's this banging of the head because people both sides are fighting for control of this energy that they don't understand because there there is no Labeled, but There is not an understanding. It's usually one person understands it, the other person doesn't. But there's always just this constant, just like two rams just banging at the head. And some people are afraid of these types of connections. They think it's evil or dark or something like that, and it's really not. What it is is that for those people that can balance out this energy and kind of make something of it, they do have these really powerful incredible lives and i can share you know john lennon yoko ono classic twin flame couple um paul mccartney and linda mccartney classic twin flame couples you know and there's many others there's some that are tragic andy warhol and edie sedgwick very very tragic you know so there's there's all of these you know people you know that we've see in our you know that we know of like in our reality some people just don't have the vocabulary to know what kind of dynamic that they're in but some of these things are they're, n- they're nothing to be afraid of they're not of the evil they're not demononic they're not any of that what it is is that you've had this incredible journey with someone in a previous lifetime and you're here to kind of like finish this or get together I have no doubt in my mind that me and my twin are done for this lifetime, but we ain't done. <laughs> you know, we're just not done.
2: Chris, that is a fascinating point. I think it's really interesting that people come back time and time again over a series of lifetimes. There's been re- reference in many ancient metaphysical texts and whatnot. We do live many lives. We live in many houses, in many, many bodies. And we come back time and time again to work out certain issues. With the twin flames, certainly to be a very, very powerful issues to resolve. In some lifetimes, you might be here where your twin flame is not. So maybe that's for other reasons, to achieve other types of goals. But when you have a twin flame, we have so much conflict, maybe you reach a point of completion. We talk about, in metaphysical courses, about completion, we reach a point of conscious development. You don't need to keep reincarnating. You don't need to. And usually, in most cases, I think the twin flame and you have both reached that point of completion. How do you feel about that?
1: I do believe that. I believe that everybody has a divine... A divine counterpart. I think that the, that if we take Zeus's, you know, where we had two heads, four arms, four legs, um, in, in contrast of, you know, in the spiritual realm, I do believe that that, what they were referring to is energy. And yes, I do believe that every single person on the planet and beyond has a counterpart. Now, whether or not that person is with you here, not everybody incarnates, you're right. Not everybody incarnates with their person, but more and more people are finding their twin flames, which is really unique. I don't know if this was – I think it's kind of like this. Um, I think a lot of people are finding them now because the the ones, the younger ones, the younger generation, the millennials that kind of uh, are being, you know, kind of coming to age now, right, right? This is kind of there. It, it, it's perfect, the energy of Aquarian energy with Saturn and Pluto, you know, kind of, you know, batting around in there now. It's really, this is kind of an artificial intelligence, you know, kind of AI kind of subject matter, you know, where more and more people now, I see it just in my book sales, more and more people now are looking for this information because more and more people incarnated with their twins in this lifetime because twin flames, whether people want to believe it or not, they're here to balance out this crazy energy. That's why they come. You know, they, they're kind of here to balance that out. Now, I believe that it's not lost on me that my my counterparts on one part of the coast and I'm on the other part. You know, we can we can coexist and we don't have to live together. You know, they think that's where people kind of. Go off the rails a little bit with the concept that this person's got—they've got to be in my life and they—you know—this is my forever person. It's your forever person even throughout many lifetimes, but everybody's got a different set of things that they're going to just deal with in in any particular lifetime. I'm learning major lessons this lifetime. I mean, ridiculous ones, you know. I mean, it's all has to do with love you know it, it all it, every lesson i've had to learn in this lifetime is just about you know putting down my wild streak and you know kind of gallivanting around the world and set down roots and start taking this information and giving people sound bites and kind of you know for understanding this type of complex um stuff you know i think that's really why i'm here i'm here to kind of be the voice of reason as it were for this kind of uh, it's really an ethereal idea, but it, it, I've lived it, you know. I've lived every aspect of it. And so, and I mean, I, I you know, I I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I, I just, it, it's, a, it's a weird concept that people, I think, more and more, it's just going to become kind of a daily conversation. You're going to start hearing more and more Conversations with
2: the word "twin flame" attached to it. I... Okay. Yeah, I think it's a great point that you hear kind of uh, as an emissary of these concepts. I think we all have a mission in life. perform we come through this incarnation, each one has a mission to create certain ideas, energy on Earth to connect with other people, to bring new things into being, and basically raise consciousness. You mentioned the power of love. I think the power of love is really a superpower that when you talk mm-hmm. about spiritual love. To share up other people and to lift them up, lift yourself up, lift the whole planet, because at that point we get past the tribal thinking, all the, the fighting and whatnot, and the back and forth, which is exemplified in relationships, which can be contentious. We see also in the tribal thinking around the world, nation against nation, and so forth. That's got to end. We must transcend that level, get beyond it. Next, I to, when you come back, I want to get to the idea that the whole world or the universe is a tensor field of energies which interact, which ties into your astrological concept you talked about how it affects our consciousness, how it affects how, how we attract people to our lives, through this incarnation. So folks, we'll be back here in a few minutes. We're here today with Chris Embry, Dr. Ron Dalrymple on Mind Shock. We'll be back in a few. Thanks.
0: Here's a fun, stimulating program that can teach you how to develop your own powers of creation. It uses a three-part mind-stimulating approach to get you to develop your own creative thinking. It will help you create a powerful self-image and helps you see how you can take creative action. You'll develop your thinking power and your skills, and you can do this in eight days. Get Dr. Ron Dalrymple's book, Eight Days to Creative Power, on Amazon.com. Overcome your problems with the step-by-step guide. So get Eight Days to Creative Power on Amazon.com. Get high-quality glasses, sunglasses, and prescription lenses at eyeglasses.com. Choose from over 250,000 items and 400 brands. Already have frames? Get replacement lenses. It's easy. Go to our advertiser page and click eyeglasses.com. A complete mind development course. The Inner Manager by Dr. Ron Dalrymple helps you develop your concentration, memory, imagination, and more. All to help you program your mind towards success. But it's not a boring read. You are taken on a journey with a young man who is trying to start his own business and immerses himself into a journey of self-discovery. A powerful book that you can read again and again. Get The Inner Manager by Dr. Ron Dalrymple at Amazon.com. The Inner Manager at Amazon.com. Reach your health and fitness goals. Whether you want to lose weight, learn to dance, build muscle, or just live healthy, Beachbody gives you unlimited access to the nation's most popular fitness and weight loss solutions. Visit our advertiser page and click on Beachbody now. Do you ever wonder how the mind works? The Endless Question, a film by Dr. Ron Dalrymple, shows you a new theory of mind, one that bridges the road between spirituality and science while revealing to you the laws of creativity, things that can open up your mind to limitless possibilities. It is literally a theory that changes everything. And once you know it, you can apply it to your own life. View The Endless Question for free on Amazon Prime. The Endless Question on Amazon Prime. HealthyLife.net, the positive radio network.
2: Shock, Dr. Ron Dalrymple. Today we're here with Chris Embry, the natural author, and her great concepts about twin flames and soulmates. Chris, welcome back.
1: Thank you, Dr.
2: Up... Ron. All right, Thank it's a lot you. of fun talking to you as always.
1: Going to pick I, up know, I love the talking to you. I love
2: talking to you. I'm sorry. You have the idea in quantum field psych that the universe is an energy field, of course, it's a tensor field where every variable influences every other variable continuously. So consciousness itself is a, a constellation of energies, which is built on various levels and whatnot we get into it in the book, Quantum Psychology plus our film, the Inless Question. And know you're in astrological research and whatnot, you know a lot about that. I want to ask you about that whole concept that astrology of course talks about different planetary systems and stars and whatnot. Influence us human beings, influences our conscious state when we're born, but also throughout our lives, and also represents in many cases what we've achieved in previous lifetimes and where we have to go in this lifetime. Tell our audience please more about that. How hey, you see that? Well just just tying together the idea of astrological phenomena, the idea that all oh, interconnects I, that they interconnect with our consciousness when we're born, but also continue to influence us throughout our lives.
1: It does continue. I think I think a lot of I think a lot of what it is is that I think it's going to be very imperative for people to really get a very good understanding about their birth chart because that is the roadmap that is the life blueprint of where you're going and what you're doing Um, because there Mm are certain astrological transits that kind of happen and yes where you were born is no mistake you know the time you were born was no mistake the day you were born there's no mistake to this all of the uh how you were what family you were born into not a mistake you know um Mm -hmm. your blood is your family but your soul is does not belong to you your soul comes down from you know from a different place in time and you know and Mm -hmm. and it's based on you know kind of the lessons that you know that you're gonna learn this lifetime and what have you but but as far as like you know uh Getting back to the whole quantum thing, you know, I, I believe that this is twin flames really is a experiment playing in the quantum field. Uh, I have no I have no reason to not believe that. I believe that when I wrote my fiction book, I was bringing in my twin flame unknowingly. And I tapped into that universal consciousness or quantum, I was in the quantum field. I was playing in that arena and I did not realize or even, I don't even know how I even did it. I got to be honest. I just know that some people have said you were channeling, you were writing, whatever. I was just writing a book, you know, and, but I could see him the whole time in my brain. That was the crazy part about this, which I have no doubt whatsoever that I was, Capped into the quantum field, but I to tell anybody how to get there, extreme focus. You know, it, it, it takes extreme dedication and focus to get there. But I was working on my book for three months, 17, 18 hours a day. No wonder it, you know, something like this would happen, you know. But
2: it's really a fascinating thing. You were telling, telling me before that you work on your book, you take so much powerful energy and visualize this individual so strongly you tracked him into your life and he looked exactly like the guy you were writing about.
1: Right? Yeah, that that to me, um, you know, I've never publicly come out and said that, but I believe that what it was is that I was tapped into a universal consciousness or plane or actually tapping into the quantum field. If that thing even you know, I don't really understand it. I just know that that's where I was at. I was able to see this person that I would eventually meet um, later, you know. But, and it didn't take that long. I mean, we're talking, you know, you, people have said, oh, you were manifesting. I, would, I didn't set the intention to manifest. I set the intention to write a book. And so where it took me was on this crazy journey of self-discovery. That was the whole... That was the whole trip in and of itself, you know, that it was the journey. It was, I was supposed to do this, you know, and, and you know, and, and if I look back at my astrology chart and I look to see what was going on during that time, yeah, I was in a Chiron return. I was in some major planetary things that were popping off in my seventh house, which deals with love and relationships. It, all the things that I was doing and had been doing up to that point focused and centered around relationships because I have all of my heavy planets sit right there in my seventh house. And so I was able to deduce that. Now, not everybody is going to have that. People will have a different set of circumstances. That's why I say, now, it's not, Twin Flames is not a one-size-fits-all. Everybody has a different, unique situation. But if there's certain planets that you take a look at and you can kind of, you know, and you can do it through synastry and you can do it through other ways, but just for your own self, you just got to look at where certain things are in your chart and you can get, you can literally get the blue, blueprint to your life. You know what I mean? You just can. It's crazy.
2: Yeah, it really is fascinating because you talk about things that we have there as influences versus the idea of free will, that certain influences are there push us in certain directions, but we have free will to decide to be influenced by those forces or not. And perhaps part of the life's journey is the transformational aspect where we're given, we're going to take and learn from but also grow beyond. we integrate all those different systems and thoughts and emotions and influences from the past together into a higher state. We kind of absorb everything, resolve all the conflicts of the past, put those behind us, and transfer every faulty emotion and fixation of the past, into a state of divine love and also divine emotion, divine thought and divine emotion. We focus upon that and project that out to the world constantly, which can be done through and with your twin flame in the same state of consciousness, or it can be done individually as you reach that point of completion into lifetime. Right,
1: right. I believe that I believe that every single person, every sovereign being on the planet has free will. But I also, and this is where it's going to get a little crazy. I also believe that certain events and certain things that we have when we come in are predetermined, predestined, prefated. Right? Um, it's dependent upon. Yes, you have free will choice to make your decisions, but based on your decisions, you may be bound to repeat that lesson again. That's why I say, get through your lessons as gracefully as you can because you don't want to come back in in two, five years from now. I'm repeating lessons from three years ago. I'm done. I keep saying I'm done, but I'm not, I'm not getting it. I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing, right? So Mm -hmm. there's a resistance that I have that, and I just would tell everybody, let go of the resistance and learn what you can from these relationships because this is the most, it literally will be the most important relationship of your life. There is no other relationship that you will have in any lifetime than you would a twin flame. That's not Mm -hmm. to say. That's not to put the bow on it to say that this is your forever person. No. What you will learn from this person is invaluable. They are showing, they're literally putting the mirror to your face and showing you who you are. It's whether or not you choose to see yourself in that mirror. And if you do and if you look at it and you take what they're showing you and you apply that knowledge and those rules, then you have the free will choice to make that decision. But as far as meaning a twin flame, I think it's, I think it's pre, predestined. Doesn't mean, you know, it's however, however the two people want to handle a relationship, which is separate from the lesson, Then that's a free will choice that they get to choose. I don't think that that's predetermined. I don't think any of our love choices are predetermined. I believe that you can. Make it work and you, it would be the most rewarding relationship of your life. I mean, it could be, you know, according to my, you know, card of destiny, I got my lifetime cosmic reward, <laughs> but it doesn't, but he doesn't think so. So, you know, I mean, that's just, it's all what people determine what, that's what everybody has their own truth in that. You know, everybody has their own set of what is fate, what is destiny, what is predetermined, what is not. I think that's the big question. Mm-hmm. That's the big question. Okay. You know, I, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's There's hard a huge question. And yeah, Chris, we're coming you. to
2: end of our segment, the last segment, and uh, great talking to you. We really enjoyed it very much, always. You great insights. Just please tell our audience where they can find you and find your works.
1: Okay, so I have my my books, are up on Amazon and Barnes and & Noble and all kinds of places, but uh, it's Chris Embry, K R I F. Last name is Embry, E M B R E Y. If they want my twin flame book, it's called How to Un-F, Use the four-letter word vibration. Um, it's it's available on Amazon, and then uh, all my work is up there: my fiction work, my poetry work, all of it. Barnes and Noble, wherever you get books, and then my podcast is called Soul Tides, and that is through Apple, I mean, Apple iTunes, or you know, and Anchor FM is our sponsor, and at any rate. You just soul-tied, all one word with apostrophe F.
2: Well, that's great. That's really great. Thank, thank you very much. I'm sure I will love looking those, those works up and learn a lot more when you read your books and hear your podcast. Thanks for much, Chris. Great having you on today.
1: Thanks, Ron. Okay. Bye. Thank
2: you very much. All right, take care now. All right, bye. Okay, great. Bye-bye. Mind shock, Dr. Ron Dalrymple. Take a quick break. we be back to you for a final segment, so hang on.
0: Found 2015 is a film that sparks of intrigue about the discovery of quantum field psychology. Throw in a sexy spy story, a conflict between father and son against the backdrop of NASA, and interspersed with World War II flashback combat scenes and you'll be surprised to discover the foundation of a whole new theory of mind. Rent or buy Paradise Lost 2015 at Amazon.com and prepare for the explosive conclusion. That's Paradise Lost 2015 at Amazon.com. If you want USA and worldwide car rentals, choose RentAcar.com. Free cancellations on most bookings, no hidden charges. They are trusted by over 4 million customers. Visit our advertiser page and click on the RentAcar banner. Do you ever wonder how the mind works? The Endless Question, a film by Dr. Ron Dalrymple, shows you a new theory of mind, one that bridges the road between spirituality and science while revealing to you the laws of creativity. Things that can open up your mind to limitless possibilities. It is literally a theory that changes everything, and once you know it, you can apply it to your own life. View the Endless Question for free on Amazon Prime. The Endless Question on Amazon Prime. This is Jack Maher from the band Feed the Kitty. It's important to support the artists you love, and you can do that and get something authentic for yourself. Rock.com has the most coveted licensed merchandise of music, culture, and entertainment. So go to the advertiser page and click on Rock.com now. Quantum Field Psychology Second Edition is an astounding book on the new theory of mind. It is the first unified field theory that incorporates the influence of the mind and emotion on physical reality, the universe, and even other minds. It actually integrates all modern psychology with quantum physics, mathematics, Western, and Eastern spiritual beliefs. It's the true bridge between science and spirituality. Get your copy of Quantum Field Psychology, second edition by Dr. Ron Dalrymple on Amazon.com. Radio your way.
1: HealthyLife.net.
2: again with Dr. Ron Dalrymple on Mind Shop. You say Chris Embry, here's our guest. If you give information for our books, please check those out in our podcast. A lot of fascinating stuff there. There'll be a lot of interest. He's heard on our podcast all around the world, and he's a very well-known person on that topic. Now, thinking about how he applies to quantum field psychology, well, I want to have her on because it really is a very powerful correlation. Because in quantum field psych, we talk about the mind as an energy field. And it's also a tensor field where every variable connects to every other variable. The universe is similar to that, where the universe is also a tensor field. The solar system is, every planet is, where every single variable connects to every other variable. So a change in one variable induces a change in every other variable. Think about that. What's going on continuously, vast, vast fields of energy changing. So when we are born, the idea from astrology, of course that contradicts or is kind of by astronomy, and you know, most physicists and NASA where I lately, would not agree with that at all. But... It is interesting that they have found correlations between your birthday and whatnot and constellations of energy when you're born to personality traits and so forth, and also things that happen to you throughout life are influenced by your planets, it's been alleged. And if all these systems are energy systems, which give off very vibrational fields, which influence our conscious state, then it makes sense, perhaps, that these do interact in various ways. It can eventually be researched so we can see what the energies are, discover what those relationships are. We have the same paradigm with human consciousness, interaction with people, person to person, where fields connect. We aren't sure exactly how they do exactly in terms of specific energy aspects, but it makes perfect sense in terms of theory of quantum field science is do connect up. And when I came on this theory back at NASA. When I worked with him many years ago and at the University of Maryland. was majoring in math and physics. or studying psychology, and I was stunned by the correlation of math and physics to very psychological theories. I started to see ways to connect up all the major theories of psychology, Eastern and Western philosophies and explained them with quantum physics, calculus, believe it or not, and topological mathematics. Two years to get together, I traveled the world, went over to places, went to college, lots of things, and finally started to put books out about this topic. Our first book is called Eight Days of Creative Power, which is about how to tap into your creative energy fields, how to tap into your thinking, your feeling, your behavior to unleash your creative aspects, your creative powers. This is based upon research at the University of Maryland. He was doing graduate school. Do some fascinating stuff there. he has been a bestseller in many countries. It's really a, kind of a fun book to read. It's a workbook which you can work through and learn a lot from. The next book is called The Inner Manager, which is a story about a young man who goes on a journey of self-discovery, like a transformational story where he wants to discover more about himself to create his own business. He meets this fascinating lady who runs his corporation. And he moves up through this pyramid-type structure. I mean, more aspects of the mind and how it works, a concentration, willpower, creativity, visualization, the program mind for success, all kinds of fun things. And the next book is called I Love You, God, which is the idea that the more you focus upon divine aphorisms or thoughts every day, it connects your conscious mind to your superconscious mind, which allows the superconscious to download information into your conscious mind all day long. So you're constantly drawing upon that source of energy, guidance, and direction, which is a very powerful way to live. It really is very powerful. The next book is called Cornerfield Psychology, which I wrote on Aviano, Italy, up in the Italian Alps. I started teaching college for the US military, which I used to do. And it's a fascinating place to be in the mountains, anywhere in the world, because the mountains are a very, very powerful place where conscious studies or consciousness and so forth. Many folks will tell you. So the ideas all came together for me and I put it together into the book, Cornerfield Psychology, which now of course all these books are on Amazon. You can get them there. And this led to are getting the films, sort of producing films because we want to get the ideas out to more folks around the world. Our first film, which is also on Amazon Prime, is called Paradise Found, twenty fifteen, which is about the discovery of Cornfield technology and all the conflicts it induced and brought up and so forth. It really was an interesting time in my life. But kind of condenses all that together into a story. Then the final film we just made, a documentary, two hour documentary, called The Endless Question which is about that exploration of who we are, what we're doing here. We talked a lot of experts around the world about the higher powers of mind, the powers of consciousness, how we create our world and so forth. So it goes way beyond law of attraction and gets into the laws of creation. We'll have within us these vast creative powers which we often misuse because we misdirect and misfocus our thoughts and emotions in aberrational directions. Instead of focusing our thoughts and emotions, which make it far more powerful in terms of how it works. So it really is a fascinating thing to tap into those energies and to making those which can come forth into our lives to help us see the great things in life. So the endless question, that's free on Amazon Prime. I'm going to check that out. It's really a fun, book, fun uh, film to get into. Now, we have a new book in production right now, which is called, it's about mind games. It's called Taming the Menagerie, Mind Games People Play. Now mind games we encounter quite often as a psychologist. I've seen over the years you know, over at least twenty two thousand people. And so we often observe mind games, manipulations between people and so forth. It really is an intriguing thing. So I wrote this book about this, which starts off as a, a story, but then gets into the classification of mind games and how they work and make them more obvious to people. So they can learn more about it, see how they work. And so we can get on top of that and I could turn into mind games, you got to protect yourself. You keep yourself safe, as it were. We also often play mind games with ourselves, which must. we also want to overcome to get beyond those trips and failings of human consciousness. So that's going to be available soon. We have on Amazon. All the rest of the books are on Amazon, films are on Amazon Prime. Check those out, folks. The whole area of research is called quantum field psychology, which is a whole new way to look at the world as energy systems and quantum systems, not the old Newtonian approaches. The other fields of psychology are based upon Newtonian physics, Newtonian ideas, or three-dimensional ideas. The best very research done is three-dimensional research, or make it four dimensions if you add time to it. What we're talking about is a quantum field where we're talking about n-dimensions, where n can approach infinity, which all these different interactive energy fields together, which is what Nikola Tesla got into. and talked about that once you start to research energy, vibration, and frequency, we will uncover the true secrets of the universe. He was exactly right. He had met some individuals from India, which he talked to and he realized his ideas combined with their ideas, and they saw a lot of correlations and connections. So what's happening is East and West is coming together. So folks all over the world now, because of the Internet and whatnot, and Google searches and so forth, people are connecting up and sharing ideas in ways to create a much more holistic world, a much more connected world. We can work together as one people, not as divided forces and so forth against each other, which is what's been happening now for thousands, if not millions of years. Check out these works, folks, and we're on this great network, Healthy Life Net, which is a tremendous network with wonderful people there who run this, in Manhattan Beach, California. We're on every Monday at 2. Check us out. I know we're showing on Spotify and a lot of other networks, so check them out, folks. You can get back to me anytime uh, Send me messages on Facebook or LinkedIn. You can find me there, Dr. Ron Dalrymple. We're happy to answer your questions. Looking forward to many more shows in the future. We have a lot of people lined up, interviewing for the next several months. We have our, our folks all lined up, best selling authors and so forth. We're bringing a lot of fascinating ideas, help illuminate these concepts. So stay tuned, folks, and stay with us. Money am The Endless Question and Quantum Field Psych, signing off. Take care.